Don't outsource sales or tech and go after the biggest market possible from the niche. CEO Luke founded the company back in 2013 officially from remnants that were, you know, founded many years earlier that call it 2002, but now they're scaling. They've got over 400 customers paying for their SaaS product, paying between five and 10 grand per year. So they're doing about 250 grand a month just on their SaaS model. Their SaaS model makes up a little less than 50% of their current revenue. So you can back into some run rate stuff there. As the SaaS company is scaling 200% year over year in terms of growth, He's figuring out how to increase retention. It's currently at 80% gross annual retention in terms of logo today. Revenue retention is higher than that. He's making that higher as time goes on. They just raised 6.6 million bucks to scale their team from where it is today, 60 folks based in Pittsburgh, up to 80, hopefully. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Luke Skirman. He's the founder and CEO of Niche.com. He holds bachelor's and master's degrees from Carnegie Mellon University and is a member of its board of trustees. He's also the vice chairman of the Research Innovation Entrepreneurship Committee and is a member of both the finance and the property and facilities committees at the university. He's co-founder and chairman of a company called Ascender, which is a nonprofit 501c3, focusing on bolstering innovation and entrepreneurship in the Pittsburgh region. He's also a founding curator of the Global Shapers Pittsburgh Hub, an initiative of the World Economic Forum. He's won national awards related to entrepreneurship from Business Week, Fast Company, and Inc. Magazine, has been featured in numerous media outlets, including The Times, CNN, and Fortune. He was awarded the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year for the Pittsburgh region in 2016. Luke, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Thank okay. you for having me. Th- that, that is a mouthful of awards. How do you have time to build niche.com? I've been all in. I love it. You know, you got to have passion. You got to have confidence. You got to hard work. And, you know, I feel like all that is me every single day. You know, that's I'm all in on this. I think about it all the time. All right. So tell us about the company. What does niche.com do and what's your revenue model? How do you make money? Sure. So um, Niche is um, a great platform for helping you choose the right college, the right place to live, and the right K-12 through school. So today we have coverage on all 5,000 colleges, all 120,000 K-12 through schools in every city, town, and neighborhood in the United States. Last 12 months, we had 50 million unique visitors. This month, we're going to do about 9, 10 million monthly visits. We're growing traffic 70, 80% right now. We're in a all in Pittsburgh. Um, we're punching way above our weight class. We have 120 million reviews and opinions. We have all the hard data and then we have all this qualitative data. Um, but um, we make money a lot of different ways. We have a SaaS revenue product that's going really well. It's a subscription model for colleges and high schools where they can enhance their brand and drive very high quality traffic. Um, back to their site and we drive them really quality traffic. Um, we have about 400 paying clients there. Um, we have some contextual partnerships with realtor.com, 
with different college loan companies, with some scholarships. Um, but yeah, we make money in, in a variety of different ways. But the SaaS revenue direct to colleges and high schools is what's growing the fastest right now. That's what we're very bullish on. When will it be your largest revenue stream, i.e. more than 50%? Uh, next year. Next year, you think. Okay, so the real estate deals, it sounds like there's like one-off traffic and lead deals you have. Those currently make up the majority of your of your sales? Yeah, so this year I would say that um, SaaS is going to be just shy of fifty percent. Next year, uh, that flips to more SaaS. Um, Got but it. Yeah, but SaaS is growing at about two hundred percent right now. Yeah, that's incredible. That's year over year. Yeah. Okay. And give us a sense of if there's a college listening right now and they want traffic, good leads from you. I mean, what are they paying on average per month? It really runs the gamut. Um, we have some clients that are spending a half a million dollars a year with us, and we have some clients that are spending $5,000 a year with us. Um, I would say for most schools, the bread and butter contracts are between five and 20K a year. Okay, got it. Would you say, if I forced you to pick an average just to avoid every different use case, would you say five-ish or 10K a year is pretty average? Yeah. Okay, so so somewhere right in there, maybe 7,500 bucks or something like that. And they're specifically you're agreeing to send them a certain number of leads. Is it like a CPM model or? No, um, they're, they're enhancing their brand and we're driving them with, you know, all brand advertising off the page. And if they go premium, they're getting five times more clicks than a non-premium client. So it's so clicks. It's, it's, but we're not getting, the contract is not based on performance. It's just an annual flat fee. Um, but you can see every month how much traffic we're sending them. We're already the largest site in the country on private schools, on colleges. And then when they go premium, it's seriously amount of, a lot of traffic that we're sending them. We're beginning to get tighter and tighter on the tracking and the referrals. So then we know these many clicks ended up applying, these many applied, end up enrolling and just make the use case clear and clear. But right now it's a flat fee, but we are giving them a, an amazing value. So, so Luca, I, I want to make sure I'm understanding you. You have people though paying different price points. You said some at five, some at half a million. What is the utility metric that makes someone pay more if it's not number of leads or number of clicks? So, so the half million dollar clients, those are extremely sophisticated clients, and they know that the number, the traffic is converting into a cost per lead basis, and those cost per leads have to get into an how many end up applying, then how many end up ultimately enrolling and they back into that and they know that it's it's working that that's continuing to scale. So some of them are just, they're not as sophisticated from a trackability perspective as others, but but the ones that are that large, they know it's working and they want more. Mm -hmm. So just to be clear, you'll never, you don't have the capability right now to close the loop on the attribution model. You rely on the sophisticated clients to do that, but you must have some kind of utility metric at the beginning, whether it's like, number of views on niche.com or so or you're saying you, you have none but there you just have five different price points and they just pick a random one no 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 i mean like we know like for example this year at carnegie mellon okay my alma mater they're working with us and we drove them this year in the last 12 months we drove them ten thousand clicks three thousand just to their application page or their visiting page and they're having record applications this year now they're not right this moment tracking perfectly all those clicks into their CRM and we're getting all that credit. So that's what we're closing the loop on right now. But it's they're sure 10,000 clicks for let's just say 5,000 bucks. Got it. 50 cents a click. It's all day. So you're tying to click you're tying back to clicks. I mean right now because that's what you have data on. Sure, sure. That's fair. There, there's a huge branding component where some of the top 
schools in the country, they don't even care if they get more traffic or because they already have so many applicants, but they know that so many parents and students are looking at it that they just need to make sure that they're putting their best foot forward on our page as well. Makes good sense. Makes good sense. Now, um, let's walk me through, well, let's just focus on the SaaS revenues right now. So um, you've got 400 customers signed up. How many total private colleges, universities, like what would 100% market penetration look like? Um, I would say that that market could look like um, 15,000 paying clients just with high schools and colleges in the United States. Okay, okay. Wow, that's that's way more than I thought. Okay, good. So currently today, I mean, if you got 400 customers paying somewhere between five and 10 grand per year, we'll just call it 7,500 bucks. Um, I mean, it's like 600, 700 bucks a month. I mean, you guys are north on the SaaS model. You're north of 250 grand a month at this point, correct? Yes. There's, or, or there's, right around there. Exactly. You're getting really close um, to to one fraction. But but what's really interesting is the year over year growth, you know, when again, you're moving into some of our bigger months um, and we're going to be way north of that, uh, you know, consistently pretty soon here. Yeah. So just to be, I mean, just to be clear, you're growing 200% year over year, right? So, I mean, you were doing 13 months ago or 14 months ago, you were only doing, call it what you would have been doing like 40, 50 grand on this line of business. Um, yeah, I mean, to simplify it, I would say that, um, at the end of 16, we had 78 paying clients last year, we had just over 300 and this year we're going to have over 800 paying clients. So sorry, say that one more time at the beginning of December, 20, uh, January, 2016, the end of 16, we had 78, the end of 17, we had 336 and the end of this year, we'll have 800 paying clients. Yeah, that's great. Okay, good. Let's talk more about some of the kind of the growth strategies. So how are these guys finding you? How are you closing new deals? Um, a variety of different ways, but, um, so our SEO is incredible. Um, if you type in best private schools in New York city, best suburbs in Boston, Carnegie Mellon, um, you're going to see us at the top of those results. You're going to see us in the Google knowledge card. You're going to see us in the organic search results, very, very high. And we can demonstrate that very clearly. We also have a a very successful mail merge every month to our clients and our non-clients where we send them every month. Here's how much traffic is on our page. Here's how much traffic your competitors are getting. And here's how many clicks we're driving back to your site right now. Um, And we send that dynamically every month to every high school and every college in the United States. To 15,000? Yes. That feeds our inside sales team where those those schools are saying, wow, we want to talk to you. That's so Um, smart. That's so, so smart. How, let me ask you just a tactical question for a second. How do you do that without getting like spam things? Do you use like Mandrill or SendGrid or something to put those emails through? Um, yeah, we've, we've played with a lot of different ones. Um, the, the, the simplest answer is we have to do it in smaller and smaller batches. That's the way you get, make sure you don't get totally caught in spam filters. Got it. So in a given month, let's say you decide that, you know, January is your month to email all these 15,000 people. What you might do is say, we're going to email 500 per day for 30 days, something like that. Something like that. But, um, we, we do this every single month. So we tell them here's how much traffic. So next week we'll tell them here's how much traffic you had in the month of March. Here's, and then a month later, here's how much you had the month of April. Um, and then we also have something called claim my school, claim, claim my school. So at no cost to them, they can update all their statistical information for free on our site, just to make sure that their site and their school is being properly accounted for on our site. That being said, once they update all their information, we often find that's the beginning of the sales funnel where 
Yes, they updated for free. And then they say, what else can we do? We'd like to upgrade to premium. So the combination of the mail merge and the the update their stats and getting in the funnel, those two are the big things that are feeding our teams right now growth. We've all heard of Drift and Intercom and these other messaging companies that are reaching multi-billion dollar valuations and raising hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's why customer engagement company Freshworks is jumping into the game with their new product, FreshChat, which helps engage website visitors, convert them into customers, and retain and support those customers to become happy, engaged users. Now, Freshworks is valued at $1.5 billion and has more than 150,000 businesses around the world using them. Their new product, FreshChat, differentiates from the market because one, they've got channels to create focused message threads and threading. Number two, it's self-service inside the messenger. Number three, they have a lower price point, mainly because they have revenue from other revenue streams. It allows them to get away with a cheaper price point. And number four, it's specifically built for marketing, sales, and support teams. If you want to try Fresh Chat today, you can do so at nathanlacka.com forward slash Fresh Chat to turn visitors into leads and customers into happy, engaged users. Again, sign up for a 30-day free trial. It's a beautiful thing. So easy to sign up. nathanlatka.com forward slash Fresh Chat. I'll see you there. Can you tell me more, though, about the tech stack you use on the mail margin? It's such a genius strategy. I know a lot of people have thought about this. They just don't know how to execute it. I mean, what is there some tool that you use to do that effectively? Um, I'd have to probably... You're not frankly, sure? Yeah, I have to talk to my team about the specifics. I know that they had to play a lot with it. it it's a bad... I mean, we've had to write a lot of custom scripts to... And we host everything on AWS. So all those all those custom reports are hosted in AWS. And then we have to chop up the mail merges um, in smaller and smaller batches. Yeah. But we're running those every single month dynamically. Um, so there's a 15,000 get created, but, but it, once there's no real, there's not that much work internally to do that anymore. Great. Okay. Tell me more about your team. What are you guys at today? 60 people today. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. We 60. finished last year with 48. We'll okay. finish... 60 full-time, all in Pittsburgh. We're going to finish this year with 80. Um, so we're going from 48 to 80 this year, 60% headcount growth. Um, 16, we finished with 35. So we went from 35 to 48. This year, we're going to finish with 80. Okay. And what year did you launch the company in? Um, it's, it's a tricky question, but there's two ways to look at that. Niche in its current form really launched in 2013. There were some roots to kind of an earlier concept, but it looks nothing like niche today that started in 2002. Okay. And are you bootstrapped or have you raised capital? We just completed a round of capital um, where we just- oh, Luke, I liked you so much until this moment. I was, I was rooting for you. And now you say you've raised capital. Just raised some money. We just- raised 6.6 million dollars um and before that we had only raised a million dollars in the history of the company all right why'd you give in why'd you raise just so much opportunity right now literally i mean we we were pushing everything we could on cash flow on we borrowed a little bit uh you know a term debt i mean we did everything we could and we just, there's such an opportunity right now. We have to lean into the business right now. We don't have an opportunity. Where will you just, spend that money? It's really in headcount. It's really the big thing. 
Yep. And I mean, and so what, what you, you see, you clearly see, oppor- yeah, I was gonna say, you clearly see opportunity when, let's say you fast forward a, you know, a year, you've hired 20 additional engineers. What are they building to capitalize on that opportunity? I would say there's, there's three thematic things. So one is that we're, we're expanding the addressable market. So by the end of this year, we'll have moved into workplaces. So the same model, but on what it's like to work at Apple, Facebook, and Google. Glassdoor competitor. Yes. Um, so the same model we have on colleges, high schools, places to live, and then places to work as well. Um, and, and I'll explain in a minute if you're interested why we think we, we're going to be doing well in that market. Then two is that continuing to make the user experience tighter and tighter and tighter, that we just keep making it more and more engaging. They get more value out of the platform. And the last thing is we keep building tools for our paying clients so that they can keep getting more and more value out of our platform. So stuff for our users, stuff for our clients and expanding the addressable market. Churn, what's churn today? Uh, not as good as I want, but it's it's improving. We're at 80% right now. I'm very confident that in a quarter or two, we'll be up to 90% renewal. Just to be clear, that's 80% annual gross logo retention. Yes. Okay, got it. Now, do you look at a revenue retention or no? We do, um, and we're, we're, we're above that, but not where we want to be. Yeah, okay. And the people that do churn, why do they churn? Um, so first of all, you know, we've only been doing this segment of the business for two years. We, we put an auto-renew uh, this time last year, so we've only gotten auto-renew a year old now. So we're just coming into our clients that are going to be an auto-renew, which is going to help a lot. Um, instead of having to chase down that formal signature every year, um, that's why I'm pretty bullish that we've already gotten over the eighties without an auto renew in there. Um, I think that it just took some time to get the value proposition down to really make sure they understood how to grade how we were doing the relationship. But, but overall people are extremely happy and I have no doubt that we will be over 90% long-term. I'm, I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. Yeah. From, from a CAC perspective, what are you spending to acquire these folks? Not, not that much, honestly. We really have almost all the traffic is organic. And uh, what about fully weighted? So include like any onboarding headcount, things like that. Um, it's a we have a very high multiple of LTV to CAC right now. It's extremely we're we're doing very well there. What is um, high? But, like north of ten or what? Um, I don't think it's quite that high, but it's pretty darn good. Okay. What do you, what, I mean, the, the, I ask those questions because that ratio and lifetime value is so tricky and it can lie to you very easily. You're clearly an engineer. You're a math guy. I mean, how do you think about lifetime value in terms of its utility and helping you actually guide the business? I mean, any smart person you talk to says that you've got to have, you can't have a churn issue. You can't build a big business with a churn. So I know that, I mean, simple math is if you have, 90% renewal rate, then you can 10x your annual contract value. So if annual contract value is 10,000 bucks and you have 90% renewal, then you know your lifetime value is $100,000. Um, and if you know you're not spending that much up front to renew them, that's a very, very exciting business. Um, but at a very, very high level, um, I'm confident we're building a business that's going to have 10,000 paying clients averaging $10,000 a year and building $100 million of recurring revenue. That I'm very confident about. Yeah, I mean, your, your current economics, I mean, yeah, the churn's high, but it's not horrible. I mean, at 80% annual retention, it means you're churning about 1.6 of your users per month, which means they stay with you for an average over 60 months paying, you know, 600 or north bucks a month. I mean, that's still like 37 grand in LTV and, and that's conservative. That's worst case right now. 
and we're only two years out of the shoot on this. I mean, we're, we're still in early days here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's why I'm very confident and very, very bullish right now. Is that current? Are those accurate in terms of where you see your current LTV in terms of dollars, about 37, 40 grand, something like that? You're getting pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then last question, you've just raised capital. You're going to, you know, ramp up some of these activities. Do you have a target payback period you like to get on these customers? How quick do you like to get your money back? I mean, I'm a little bit aggressive, but I like to be paid back very quickly. I like to be paid back in three to six months. I like, Luke, I like that about you. I think a lot of people will like that about you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's, uh, let's wrap up here, man, with the famous five. Number one, what is the last business book that you read? Oh, wow. Um, the, I forget the name of it. I'm just finishing it right now, but it's the Ben Horowitz's kind of book, his journey. Hard Um, thing about hard things. Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, again, I, maybe it's Jeff Bezos. I, 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 there's nothing that I would say comes to mind immediately. Name a Pittsburgh CEO you really respect. You get dinner with him or her frequently. Oh man. Um, probably our chairman, Glenn Meekum, um, who founded the last big PO here about 15 years ago called free markets. And now he's running a new company called forever. Um, Glenn is extremely sharp. Okay. Forever.com. Yeah. Okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? My favorite online tool for building a business. Um, your business right now, what do you use the most? I'd say Salesforce and Google Docs. Okay. You look, you're an exciting guy. Riveting, <laughs> riveting answers here. Number, <laughs> n- number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? I, I try to really sleep eight hours, I'd say. All right. And what's the situation? Married, single, you have kiddos? Married, two kids. I've got a, almost a five, almost a two-year-old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And how old are you? I will be 38 in May. Great. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? What do I wish my 20-year-old self knew? Yeah. Um, I would say a couple things. One, go after the biggest market humanly possible. Always own your sales folks internally. Don't ever outsource that and own tech internally. Never outsource that. Those are the three things. Don't outsource sales or tech and go after the biggest market possible from the niche. CEO Luke founded the company back in 2013 officially from remnants that were, you know, founded many years earlier that call it 2002, but now they're scaling. They've got over 400 customers paying for their SaaS product, paying between five and 10 grand per year. So they're doing about 250 grand a month just on their SaaS model. Their SaaS model makes up a little less than 50% of their current revenue. So you can back into some run rate stuff there. As the SaaS company is scaling 200% year over year in terms of growth, He's figuring out how to increase retention. It's currently at 80% gross annual retention in terms of logo today. Revenue retention is higher than that. He's making that higher as time goes on. They just raised 6.6 million bucks to scale their team from where it is today, 60 folks based in Pittsburgh, up to 80, hopefully. Luke, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you. Appreciate it. 